welcome to another episode of Prioritize. They accomplish while you drown in lists. It's difficult to juggle your responsibilities. Husband, father, brother. It goes on, but your energy doesn't. You pondering what I'm pondering? Prioritize what's right for you, not what's left behind. This is Prioritize with Toby Baker. You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Oh, man. (laughs) It's the 21st. It's the 21st of December. Have you looked at a calendar recently? Do you know what month we're actually in? I'm not talking about a Mayan calendar. Those aren't working anymore. I'm talking about a calendar and maybe you got it on your wall. Maybe maybe you got a cell phone. Do you, Have you heard of these things? They're the latest craze. They're going to be so popular, I swear. They're, it's a it's a it's a texting device and you can actually call people on it too plus there's a calendar in your phone if you have a smart texter nobody really calls people anymore so they should probably stop calling them phones or even cellular phones because I don't know if they're going to be doing that but uh when you look at a calendar <clears throat> it reads we're in the month of December. So I'm a little curious if anyone else feels this way, but last I knew we were in uh, July, August, I believe it was. And so my wife and I went to Jamaica and then uh, we came back. We slept for maybe a day or so. I wake up. It's December 21st. What happened to the year 2021? Are you feeling me on this out there? Can I even say that? Is that appropriate? I don't know. You ask wrong person. Don't quote me on this quote, but I I think it was Gretchen Rubin who once said, the days are long, but the years are oh so short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that. And I've talked with uh, several people older than me, far wiser than me, and they're all saying, and as you get older, everything moves faster. The years become shorter. I don't know if the days get longer because don't they get up at like 10 a.m. and then they go to the buffet at 3 p.m. and then they call it a day like around 630. I, I don't know. It is scary how fast this year has gone. Uh, I remember it being the end of the year 2020 and we're like, OK, 2021, it can only get better. Right. And I was wrong. Uh, It depends on perspective. It depends on your perspective. You know, if you've. If you've lost a job, were fired this year, terminated, yeah, that that's kind of tough, right? You're probably not looking at that like, yes, this year is going so much better than 2020. But if last year you didn't go anywhere and this year you went to, I don't know, Jamaica for a week with your bride, then, yeah, that's a pretty good thing. And I, I believe we're not there yet, my wife and I and the family, when we sit down, for our annual Christmas dinner together, which I'm so looking forward to. Uh, I just popped the steaks out of the freezer. Joyce is, I know you're not supposed to freeze, but guys, I I bought these things. Here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. I was at the grocer. We have this lovely uh, meat at the at our local grocer. It is, it is fantastic. They get it from Albright's. Albright's get it from a farmer down the street who just raises cattle. And this meat is amazing. So I kept hearing that the meat mafia was raising the prices and that meat is going to skyrocket. And I I fully believe that it will. I mean, when you look at inflation and everything else, we don't have to get into the politics. That's okay. I'm just saying if somebody says 
Uh, the shelves are growing empty at the store. Yeah, I believe them now. I mean, why would that be crazy for somebody to say that? You've heard the news or listened to the news or talked to somebody who has heard or listened to the news or both. Yeah, they're saying inflation is going. So why wouldn't food be a part of that? Anyway, our local grocer was selling ribeye for like six ninety nine a pound. Uh, you know, you got to buy it in bulk. And I thought, oh, that's that's gorgeous. Uh, I'm grabbing that. So I picked up on that deal and brought it. I had him uh, slice it up, I think an inch and a half thick. And then we froze uh, two together at a time. Anyway, popped them out of the freezer. I'm so looking forward to Christmas dinner. We're at the dinner. We're going to sit down together and we're going to discuss the last year. Hey, what was our what was our highest time? And what you guys really enjoy about this last year? And just kind of look back and uh, maybe what's the thing we could fix maybe for next year? Are we not do again or Jamaica? It's going to be Jamaica. I don't know what it's going to be for you. My wife and I waited and saved and paid down debt and worked super hard to pay cash for a trip to Jamaica for our 25th anniversary. And we were so excited to go. It was a blast. I did some podcast on it. I learned a lot. I, I, I don't know if this has to be taught to people like me to sit and stay. You know, like when you're talking to a dog, sit, stay, and then you get a treat. I sit, I stayed, and we ordered treats from our uh, butler. And it was amazing to sit and stay and do nothing. I mean, it's so tough. When you, when you do all the time, I was going to say when you do, do, do all the time, but that sounds like doo-doo, and I didn't really want to say that and come out and say that on the podcast. Oh, yeah, glad you no say that. When all you do is do, it's hard to just sit and be and stay. I had a friend I was talking to a while back. You know the natural uh, conversational questions of, we're just we're just making conversation. I don't know if you really want to get to know B, but I'll get asked the question, hey, so what do you do? And and your identity becomes kind of glued to that title. Well, what do I well here's my business. I, I work in taxes. I'm a tax guy. I'm a I'm an accountant guy. I work in marketing and advertising. I drive cars. I sell cars. I so I'm a so you're a salesman, so you're a marketer, so you're a um, you know, an elevator. Uh, uh, pitchman. You're an elevator fixer, maintenance guy. You work in maintenance. You're a, a dealership. You're you're in cigar sales. You're in, and then your identity gets glued to that. Where was I going with this? We're constantly on the go. We're constantly doing. When do we just be? When can we just be? Even when you take a vacation day, aren't you taking a vacation day or, you know, God forbid, a sick day, and then you got all these things that you've been saving up to accomplish and do and take care of and check off your to-do list, and when do we just be? Is it around this time of year? Is is that when you take time off and you're like, all right, I got a week and a half, a week, I got five days, I got two weeks, I've taken all the days back-to-back all together. I'm going to sit down for a day and do nothing. Then I'm going to cook with the with the daughters. Then we're going to uh, go to the man cave with the fellas, with my brothers, with my sons, and we're going to watch the John McClane Christmas special. We're going to open up some, some really good bourbon. We're going to have some Rocky Patel, and we're going to, you know, be. That's what I had to learn to do on the beach in Jamaica with my wife is be. And I do. 
And I, I think I shared this with you, and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself or maybe it's been so long because, doggone it, it gets harder and harder to do these every single week. Maybe that's why it's so important. But we're, we're out there and I'm thinking, oh, let's go skiing and let's go boating and let, let's go scuba diving and let's go snorkeling and, and let's go check out that walk and we'll go do this excursion. And my wife's like, is it okay if we just go to the beach for a day? A whole day? A day? Like an entire day on the beach? What are we going to do? There's that question again, right? What am I going to do? What are we going to, what are you going to, how are you going to do on the beach for a day? What, a whole day? All right, let's go to the beach for a day. And for uh, the first, oh man, like a couple of hours, I was so antsy. I'm like, I, I, know I should do something. I should read. Should I read? Maybe I should read. What am I going to read? I didn't bring anything to read. I should learn to read. Then I could get something to read, and then I can read it. That'd be something I could do. I thank you fully, wholly forget about the points. Okay, you're right. And then I finally got the hang of just being. So my friend and I will ask, like, who have you seen anybody be this week? Like, what do we be? When do we be? I know what we do. You can tell people all day long what you do. You can bore people all day long with that. Even if they're quasi-interested in the first couple of minutes, they might lose interest by minute, you know, 10, 11. You're really into it, though. You love talking about what you do. I know people, all they do is do. They never be. They never be. They never sit and be and enjoy the moment and enjoy the people around them, enjoy the company. Because for some reason, we've been sold this lie that, <clears throat> we always must be busy. And that's just not true. That's not what we're designed to do. Yeah, I get it. The the uh, the idle mind is the devil's playground. I didn't say you couldn't think about stuff. I didn't say you couldn't sit and write a journal or just sit and, and play some cards with your family or wife or your boys. I didn't say you couldn't sit and just talk or ask really, you know, weird questions and see what the responses would be. I didn't say you couldn't just sit and read your Bible or just sit and meditate for 10 minutes or just sit and let go. I don't know. Anyway, it's Christmas, man. This is one of the my favorite times of year. I would have to say like, yeah, my my favorite time of year. I don't maybe it's yours. I hope it's yours. I hope I'm talking to the same people here. Cuz today Gentlemen and ladies, this is Prioritize, and and here we discuss prioritizing faith, family, relationships, and more. I think all that comes into this time and the spectrum at this time of year. I'm your crazy wide, formerly fat host, the Baker Boy himself. Welcome to the show. Glad that you decided to join us. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Today, we are discussing prioritizing the man with the bag. No, I'm not talking about uh, St. Nicholas. I'm not talking about Chris Kringle. I'm not talking about uh, Santa Claus, Père Noël. I'm actually talking about uh, dear old dad. I'm talking about the fathers in the listening audience. I'm talking uh, about the dads out there. And you know who you are. And I'm not trying to guilt anybody if you don't fall into this category. I would like to offer you some encouragement because it is doggone hard when your boys, when your kids, when your daughters get older and you're thinking, okay, it's Christmas and I know the quintessential thing to do is that we buy them gifts or we buy them an experience. 
And if you're like me, you want to be generous. You you try to you try to tell your kids that you love them. You you do that through different things, right? You you do a big bear hug, right? That's a that's a way that I I tell my boys I love them. A big bear hug. We wrestle. Uh, I try not to break bones when we wrestle. It's getting harder and harder to wrestle because I think I'm becoming more fragile. And these guys, they tower over me. And I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Are you in that position now where your boys are now head and shoulders above you? So you got to, like, maintain the thought pattern that you have the have instilled the fear of God into the depths of their hearts. So if they try to come across dead, if they try anything Oh, the wrath, it, you know, and it's actually nothing because you're you're older, you're fatter, you're more lazier, you're you don't have the energy you once did, and God forbid you mess up your hair, right? So, this one goes out to all the bag bearers out there, all the all the dads who love their kids, who are trying to do the best for their kids, who are getting up early for their wife and their kids for the family. Because it's been ingrained in you. It's been instilled in your heart since the day you were born. We do for our family, right? We work hard and smart for the family. We bring home the bacon for the family. Unless you're Jewish, then I guess you don't do that. But we bring home the bacon. We bring home the, the groceries. We we help our helper wife. We provide for her. We love her. We show our boys, hey, this is how you treat your mom. This is how you treat your future wife. This is how you wrestle with your kids when you get older. This is how you take them out for ice cream on a bad day. This is how you you go to the movies, you know, you you take time with each of your kids. You take time with all your kids together. This is how you build buildings on, out of Legos on the ground at the, the end of a long day and you don't got the energy. All you want to do is sit down and, and crack open an ice-cold brewski or have a a nice old fashioned or just sit on the couch and just be for a few moments. Right. And the kids come in the room and here's the thing guys. And you're probably going to hear this a million times on the podcast. If you have people around you, like we have people around us who care about you, they're going to tell you to enjoy this time because it goes by in a blink in a flash. It is gone. And while you could have prioritized this instead of whatever else was more of a priority, you'll be shooting yourself in the foot, realizing this, the relationship, the family, the the time with them. You can always go make another buck somewhere, doing something, right? Doing, that's what we're really good at. Being, maybe that's where we need more practice. Spend that time with your kids, it, it it's not easy. Our kids have grown, and we've come to this uh, point, Joyce and I, in the past. Uh, I don't know, three years. We will ask them ahead of time, guys. It's Christmas. What are you thinking? What's on the list? What do you, you know? Because I'm trying to be a good dad. I'm not trying to fill their room with stuff. I'm not trying to make them all consumers, or I'm not trying to make them hoarders or anything of the sort. This is one of the ways that I, I I try to show them, hey, dad cares about you, your mom and I, we love you guys, we want the best for you. And if they come to us and say, oh, we don't want anything, okay, no problem, I'm not trying to force anything on you. Every year, I'm trying to think when we started this tradition, 
uh, we wanted, we were incorporating, we, we, my eldest son and I, we found this awesome Chinese restaurant in Fort Wayne, Indiana called Wu's Fine Chinese Cuisine. Now, before I tell you what we found there, let me preface it with this. I've had Chinese food all over the country. I mean, as far out west as Palo Alto, California, down south, including uh, Florida. I've been in uh, Pennsylvania checking out Chinese restaurants. Here's the Why thing. you go to Pennsylvania to check out Chinese food? I, I didn't actually go there to eat Chinese. I was on a project with a colleague of mine. We were working with 10 different banks, and we were hungry. There was this broken-down Chinese restaurant, which, by the way, sometimes those wind up being the best Chinese restaurants and in this case, it was, oh, so good. And I can't even tell you where. I just know it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, over in Nutley, New Jersey, there's a place called Chef Pang's. That place is incredible when it comes to Chinese food. Very, very good. Linen tablecloths on the tables. You're served by adults who know Chinese food, and they know it very well. Out of all these places where I've been, Fort Wayne, Indiana, holds this place in my heart with a lovely restaurant called Wu's. Fine Chinese cuisine, phenomenal hot and sour soup. It's clear, it's flavorful, it is hot, it is sour. They got this creamy, deliciously crispy, thin crispy crab rangoon and their orange chicken has four different levels of heat it's out of this world. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Our eldest and I found this restaurant, and then we're like, we got to bring the family back here. So we brought the family back here, and we're like, okay, we got to do this every year. This place is too good. So now, at the bare minimum, I mean, it's not the only time we go, but at the bare minimum, we go uh, for Christmas sometime in December. Why? Because we're making memories, because it's really good food. Because we get to spend 45 minutes with each other, face-to-face, no cell phones. The food is getting prepared. It is succulent food. It is so good. It's a clean restaurant. We're just, we're sitting there and we get to share and talk and chat and laugh and talk about memories. And yeah, I want to encourage you guys to build those kinds of memories. My uh, my youngest son and I, now we uh, we have a new tradition that started uh, a couple of years ago, and he won, ticks me off so bad. I'm, I was so pissed. So year one, we watched this this really bad martial arts movie with uh, Bruce Lee in it. And Okay, you can hate me if you want to, but, I mean, Bruce Lee is fantastic. I mean, fantastic. Bar none, the best martial artist I, I've ever seen would have been incredible to get to, to, to sit down with this guy for an hour. Uh, his philosophy is incredible insightful, interesting. When you have to slow down the camera to catch, visually catch your your moves, uh your jikun do, I mean it's there's 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 some serious speed going on there. Anyway, the other actors in this movie were terrible. So we loved it. It was great. We got to make fun of this movie. We're like, okay, let's do this every year. Every year we pick out a martial arts movie. And and uh so I did it this year, so next year you can do it. So uh, two years ago, he did, well, I guess we've been doing it for three. Anyway, two years ago, last year, no, two years ago, he did, Nikki chose this movie called Zombies versus Ninjas. Oh, 
I, I could, we had to stop it like 15 minutes in and said, okay, I give up. You win for life, right? It doesn't mean that we're stopping this tradition, but this is the worst, worst ninja movie I have ever seen in my life. There, there was a terrible plot. It was bad acting, bad camera, super low budget. I mean, this had to have been a college project which received probably a subpar find another uh find yourself another uh um uh, future a, a different career because you you suck at this okay just trying to save you some pain in long run just trying to save you some money in the long run find a different job this is not good for you yeah that's that's you know and and um I'm probably not doing it justice of of how bad it was words cannot express how terrible this thing was. Uh, so, yeah, he won the trophy for life on Bad Ninja Movies. And last year we did American Ninja 2. Not nearly as bad as Zombies versus Ninjas. But still, this one, I'm it's 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 bad. It's bad. I don't know if my, my brother agrees with me. He was kind of, we were talking about this, and he's like, uh, better better stop there. Better, better back up there a second. Because, uh... That's, that's a pretty good movie. Uh, American Ninja is a classic, but he was trying to say American Ninja 2 is a classic. And I remember watching it as a kid. I was like, they're on they're on crotch rockets. They're on Honda CBRs. Then they're ninjas. That's the most awesome thing ever. You have sorry childhood and you need help. You're right. I need help. Today, we're, we're prioritizing the man with a bag. Today, we're prioritizing... The, the, the men out there, the fathers out there, the husbands out there who get up early, who work hard, who work smart, who do their very best for their family, for their friends, maintaining relationships, trying to juggle life. It's not easy. No one ever said it would be easy. And anybody who does get say, uh, can I say sitch blapping? John, can I say no? Okay, I got to. I'm gonna choose a different word. They get a, they get a smashing. How about how about that? Can we do that? The uh, Bud Abbott, Lou Costello, they get a smash. Well, if you want, we could shoot them and bury them. And- no, no, we're not gonna do that. My dad was a doctor. He worked hard all his life uh, as a kid, as a young adult, and uh, all throughout my childhood, he he was uh, he was a worker. He worked hard for the family. He worked hard to ensure that his patients were well cared for. And uh, for that, he he paid a he paid a sacrificial price. Um, he he wasn't home every single day. He was home when he was able, you know, to be there. He would put in very long days at the hospital and at the clinic and at his office. And coming home, he he gave us what uh, energy he had left. And the admirable thing uh, at uh, the admirable thing about that is that he worked and strived hard for his family. I know you're out there and you don't get the credit that you guys deserve. So if nothing else from today's podcast, I I just wanted to offer you some encouragement, man. I, I'm in your corner. I'm rooting you on, as is your wife and your family. And and uh, at least I, I hope that they are. I would imagine that they are. Certainly is not the easiest thing in the world trying to figure out what you're what your kids want for Christmas now that they're getting older. Maybe they're adults. 
maybe don't exchange Christmas presents at Christmas time. That's perfectly fine. It's not a must. I'm not a pushing. You must get them a Christmas present. The whole reason that uh, Joyce and I do most of what we do with the boys is is that we want to build memories. Why am I? Why are we picking out a stupid martial arts movie so that someday after I'm dead and gone, Nikki will reminisce that hey, my dad and I we watched that stupid movie at Christmas time and we laughed at it the whole time. Or man, I got myself in some hot water when I watched this dumb thing with dad and oh, he hated this thing so much. You you have moments like that with your family, right? You got those. You're building those memories with with your boys. You you get down on the ground with them and and you wrestle uh, or you bear hug or you build Lego spaceships that look like there's no description for them because it's the spaceship right out of the Lego movie. You play action figures with them. You, there's play war. There's hide and seek. There's camping in the living room. There's camping outside. There's roasting marshmallows over the stove. There's Here's how you make hot cocoa. Like you're teaching them this is the proper way that you execute A, B, and C. Oh, I know a thing or two. No, no, sorry. I'm just saying like this, you're, you're teaching, you're taking moments and making them teachable moments, right? And I want to commend you for that, for taking the time out of your day and, and prioritizing some time with your kids because uh Sometimes you don't get the credit that you should and you run out of steam. And if you only had, you know, another couple of gallons worth of fuel in your in your tank, that would just it push you over the edge. And then you can you can get there. You can get there. You ever been in your car and you weren't paying attention to the fuel gauge and you ran out of gas? You ever driven a 90s car where they didn't have the the hey, it didn't make the noise. It just illuminated that little empty fuel or low, low fuel um, uh, the light would pop on and like, oh, I mean, if you weren't watching your dashboard and I may have ran out of fuel a time or two in my younger years, I'm with you. I'm for you. I'm hoping this puts some fuel in your, in your tank so that you can, you can keep going you, so that you get home and then you're able to just sit and be with your family, able to grow those relationships. You're able to grow that relationship with your with your girlfriend, or maybe she became your fiance, or maybe she became your wife, and and maybe she became the mother of your children, and now you got this family, or maybe you got grandkids, and what better time to to take some time away from the hustle and bustle, to turn off the news, to turn off the radio, heck, even to turn off a podcast. No, we don't. We don't say that. You must listen to podcasts. But you just take a few moments. I just want to encourage you, man. If that's what you're doing, God bless you for it. Merry Christmas to you. I I hope this is the merriest Christmas that you have ever enjoyed, uh, because you're doing so with with people you love, people you care about, and they they share that same sentiment with you. Merry Christmas to you guys. Uh, and gals and, and family members out there, we look forward to seeing you guys in the new year, and I wish you all the best. 